Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here to cheer with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a strong end of the week this week for our markets as we checked a couple of boxes off of our wall of worry here that we've been focusing on this week. Starting with what Kip covered in yesterday's podcast, uh, and we wrote about to our uh, members' updates here as well. Uh, Today, the House brought a discharge petition to the floor to be voted on to take control of the House floor from Nancy Pelosi. They're doing this so they can vote to free up an additional, um, what hasn't been used yet, of PPP stimulus money, $134 billion uh, to be repurposed and and used here. Uh, This move, though, comes as members of the House, both Democrats and Republicans, have been unable to agree on the next round of stimulus, and they want to put pressure on Nancy Pelosi to get back to the table here. This is generally considered a tool of last resort. Discharge discharge petitions aren't used that often and is being used here. We're going to bypass Nancy Pelosi to get something done for the American people. You can see how this is not a good look for Pelosi, and she is certainly feeling the pressure now as she's instructed her party to get back to work on a scaled-back version of their HEROES Act. Remember, they passed that a couple of months ago. Uh, It passed on the House floor, did not get passed, uh, and the Senate is not in action. They've scaled it back since then, but have not been able to, to, uh, to get it passed yet. But the discharge petition needs about 20 Democratic votes Right now, they're at about 15 uh, Democrats who've broken rank and signed the petition, and the the market certainly reacted nicely to this today. Uh, Also today, we learned that large speculators now have their largest short exposure in over a decade, with roughly $47 billion worth of short positions here. Folks, as contrarians, which we are, this is a bullish signal for us. Market tops don't happen when everyone, and that includes the big-time players, are bearish. That is the opposite of euphoria. And we're seeing it in our sentiment surveys as well, like the AAII and the Fear and Greed Index. So until we start to see excessive bullishness, we're going to continue to be long this market. And one more uh, piece of exciting news today before I get to the market action. Got some great news out of Florida today as their governor, Ron DeSantis, announcing that they will be removing the statewide capacity restrictions on restaurants and businesses, now allowing them to go back to 100% capacity, uh, prohibiting fines for mask requirements. That is great news for our economy. Hopefully other states will begin to follow suit. Honestly here, I'm a little disappointed that Florida beat Texas to this as in Austin, we still have fines for not wearing your mask in in public. But, um, you know, hey, we'll take it. And hopefully they'll be leading the way for other states to start opening back up fully here. So like I said, our markets liked this news today. We finished just about, just off of the highs of the day for our major indexes. We were led the way by the NASDAQ, which is what we want to see. Tech leading the way. Semis also up nicely today. But uh, so great to see the NASDAQ leading the way up 2.26% today to 10,913. We were followed there by the S&P 500 up 1.6% to 3,298. Followed there by the Russell 2000 up a similar 1.59% 
to 1,474. And lastly, the Dow up 1.34% to 27,173. Also today, uh, of note here, the VIX was down nicely today, down 7.4% to 26 on the VIX. Uh, that's just what we want to see. Uh, we know we've expected a lot of volatility from this market, especially leading up to the election. So this is good to see here. But it was an important day for our markets as our markets are continuing to tell us here that we're going to get a Trump victory. Uh, we've seen that in gun sales, uh, the, these gun stocks actually going lower here. If a Biden presidency was expected, you see these stocks going up, uh, given that how many people are going to be buying guns at that point. But remember this stat, going back to World War II, when the Dow Jones is higher from August to the election, the incumbent has won 87% of the time. So not a perfect indicator here, but as of today, the Dow is telling us that we are likely going to get a Trump victory as the Dow is uh, now up 750 points since it's August uh, since August 1st. So today added to that nicely with the 350-point gains on the Dow today. Now, that's not a huge number. We could certainly uh, use a little bit more room for comfort here uh, to take some of this uncertainty out from the election, but still, you know, good to see that as well. Uh, and then, really, after November, if we get a Trump second term, it's going to be off to the races for our markets. We just started a new economic expansion, which on average, these last eight years, with a move higher of 250% for the S&P. Now, that sounds pretty amazing, and I think we're due for a little bit of good news here in America. Some more time of peace and prosperity here. Looking at our internals on the day, we got some solid numbers compared to where we have been, but there's still some room for improvement here. Advances beating out declines pretty nicely, over two and a half to one positive today. But new 52-week highs to lows were, was actually our loser here on the day, so we do want to see this improve, but these were pretty light numbers as we just had 70 stocks hitting new 52-week lows to 47 hitting new 52-week highs. And then lastly here, volume came in positive across the board today, but it was really strong for the NASDAQ. NASDAQ coming in just about four and a half to one positive on volume for the day today. Next up, let's take a look at our sectors on the day. Let's, let me refresh my screen here, get the, the last read. We finished with 10 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. As I mentioned earlier, tech leading the way up 2.4%. Good to see the semis had a pretty big turn today as well. Started out the day negative, ended up being able to finish up 1.16%. We were followed there by real estate up almost 2% on the day, followed by healthcare, utilities, and consumer discretionary. And our one laggard on the day was energy, oil prices getting hit again today. But really, energy pretty flat on the day, down just 0.06%. And finally for today here, our VRA commodity watch. Uh, we saw precious metals getting hit again today. Gold now down 0.57% to 1,866 an ounce. That's about the lowest level since about mid-July for gold. Silver down as well 0.69% to $23.04 an ounce. Copper was our one winner here for our commodity watch today. Now up 0.33% to $2.97 a pound. As I mentioned earlier, oil is now lower on the day. 
down just about half a percent to $40.11 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin now higher on the day of 0.76% to 10751 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here on Monday for the close. We hope you have a great weekend.